What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the online PT Side Hustle Podcast. We teach physical therapists how to create online platforms so they can pay off their student loans faster, create more time freedom, and not feel stuck in clinic. I'm your host, Matt Shiver, and let's get into today's episode. All right, today we're gonna talk about how to find the right audience. So a mistake that a lot of people make when they first start out is they wanna work with everybody. They wanna work with baseball players, football players, basketball players, crossfitters, powerlifters, all the things. And a service that does all of those things is a lot harder to sell than being an expert in one thing. So you really wanna make sure you have an audience that is very specific. An audience should be specific and also the product or service you're selling should also be very specific. If I'm selling a program that does weight loss, muscle building, strength gaining, uh, being adding, um, being able to, to run long distances, and it does all of those things, it's probably gonna be one a jack of all trades. You're not gonna be a true master of one, and it's harder to sell something that does all those things instead of something that does one specific thing really well. So when you start out online coaching or you start out building any type of practice or or business, you want to have a specific niche and you want to be an expert in that niche delivering a specific result. So you may be asking yourself, okay, well, what, what is my niche? What should I do? And number one should be, you want to work with people that you enjoy working with because you're going to provide a better service and you're going to be more interested in learning that topic or about that problem area or audience because you're excited about them. So you wanna find something that you're really excited and passionate about. And if you don't know what that is, that's totally okay. Like that's, that's very, very common, especially if you're, if you're a new grad or you're just getting, getting started or potentially just you're switching. You're going, maybe you were an inpatient, now you're an outpatient. Or you're just switching settings and you've worked with a lot of things and you're not really sure on which one to choose. That's perfectly okay. What I would recommend doing is try to find something that you've done in the past that allows you to connect with that audience, right? So, so let's say, let's say I've been doing CrossFit for five years. It's going to be a lot easier for me to pitch uh, working or pitch a service to CrossFitters because I know their language and their lingo, and it's a lot easier than if I had no experience with CrossFit and all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I want to be the CrossFit expert. That's going to be really hard because you're going to have to convince or have buy-in from the other patient that you know what you're talking about. So having something that you've done in the past, whether that is baseball, basketball, football, CrossFit, powerlifting, running, there's thousands, millions of things or opportunities that you could do. It could even be more specific than that. It could be, I work with CrossFit athletes that are postpartum, very specific niche. The smaller the niche, the better. Once you become an expert in one niche, those people that are working with you are going to refer other people to you. Just because you work with postpartum runners, does, starting that way does not mean that's who you're gonna work with at all. In our brick and mortar practice, I work at Made to Move Physical Therapy in Charleston. We started inside a CrossFit gym, and that was our primary clientele was CrossFitters. CrossFitters that did a lot of volume, that were beat up, and just, just needed somebody to help them control volume. Over the years, it, uh, it morphed into just active adults. But that was because all those people who we worked with in the past would refer their friends, family, and other people to us. 
And that's essentially what you have to do when you start any type of business, whether it's online or if it's, or if it's a brick and mortar practice. Again, the smaller, the better. If there's anything you get from this podcast, the smaller the niche you have, the better. Okay, so you have your ideal niche. Let's say it's that postpartum runner. That's who I really wanna be, uh, be working with. They excite me, I'm passionate about that topic. Cool, now it's time to find an ideal customer or client inside that niche. So what the best thing to do with that is, is to work, is to, is to find someone you've already worked with who fits that mold or is in that niche. And that's the best because you've already have a relationship with them. But sometimes you may be starting a new service or a you're offering a new product and there is no experience you have with that person. And that's perfectly okay as well. It's gonna be a little bit harder, but at the same time, you still gonna take the same step what I'm about to tell you. So what you wanna do is you wanna find this ideal customer in your ideal niche and you wanna get on the phone with them and you wanna figure out what it is that they want. It's super easy to create a product or a service based off something that you're interested in. Maybe I'm interested in ankle mobility for runners or I'm interested in, yeah, yeah, knee health for runners, whatever. But if the market or the audience doesn't want it, then you're just gonna waste your time building something that nobody wants. So before you ever build anything, you wanna find your ideal customer, you wanna ask them what it is that they want and how, or how can I be of service to you? How can I help you? And then once you, you ask them these questions, you start making note of all these things. You should have, I use Google Drive for all this, so I have a list of questions that I ask uh, that I ask my um, my clients or customers, and um, I, I just keep it. I keep I keep a big list of it, right? So I ask them all these questions, and then I start seeing trends. Once I've reached out to one person, I'm going to reach out to a second person, and a third person, and a fifth. We want to go up to about ten people. Like I want to I want to ask ten people who are my ideal customers or in my in my ideal audience or niche, and ask them what it is that they want, and the thing that they say the most. That's what I'm going to create. Period. Cool. Um, so again, you want to create something based off what they need, not what you think they need. You also want to find out what worries them, what keeps them up at night, what excites them, what is their interest, what do they feel like they want, need, what is the language they use. These are all tools that you can use for your message. So every single time you hop on the phone, you create this big Google Google sheet with all of the answers to the questions you asked, and now you can start seeing, oh, when somebody says they want to lose weight, they keep using this word, lean out. Okay, cool, whenever I go to the market or whenever I create a product or a website, I'm gonna make sure to include the word, lean out, because they said it almost every single time. So you want to use those words that you're getting in those client interviews. And essentially what this is doing, this is just called market research. So this is something you should be doing constantly, not just when you first develop a product, but as you continue to change that product and, 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 and promote that service over time, because it's always gonna change. People's interests, what they wanna do, what they feel like they should do, are gonna change based off of what the, what the world is doing, um, yeah, what, it, what, can be, what, what, it, what it's popular at that time, like, their education will be changing. So you always wanna have a pulse on what your ideal customer in your ideal, in your ideal audience wants. So to give you guys an example, so 
Um, the company, my company delivers daily workouts to over 500 law enforcement officers across the, across the world, mainly in the United States, but we have some that are international. And the way that we track their desires, wants, needs, all those things is, like I said earlier, is we do hop on calls with them. So I hop on, I, 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 go, I go to my Stripe account or my account, my Stripe account is just the way we accept payments. And I look for, okay, who are the people who've been with us the longest? Who has paid us the most money? Who has the highest lifetime value of any of the customers that I've ever had? Okay, great. I'm gonna call these people because these people are, they are already spending money with us and they are already part of this culture and they believe in us. So I'm gonna figure out what it is about us that they like and I wanna find more people like them, okay? So I'm gonna ask them questions like, why did you sign up? What were you going through during that time when you were signing up? Like what got you to actually push, boom, sign up, I'm ready now? What was it going through their head? What made them pick us as opposed to somebody else? And again, all of these answers that they're giving me now becomes my message. Their, their answers, their, their mess, you could say, becomes our message. So that's, that's the first thing that's the best thing. Every few months, you want to hop on the phone with your ideal customer and just ask them questions. The second thing that we do is immediately after signing up, even if this is a product or service that doesn't have one-on-one -on -one coaching, is to have them answer a question of like, what are your goals? Immediately when they sign up, what are your goals? And again, if you have a lot of purchases, or you don't need that much purchases, but if you've got a few per week or a few per month coming in, you can start to see a trend of, okay, wow, out of the 50 athletes that signed up this, this month, 30 said they wanted to lose weight. They also used the word lean out. Okay, cool, I need to make sure in my message, I use the word lean out, okay? Or maybe maybe only 10 of the 50 said, I wanna get lean, and then the other 40 said, I wanna build muscle, or I wanna get stronger, or I wanna get faster. And based off the trends you see, you should change your messaging. Again, we wanna provide a service to people that excite us and that we look forward to working with and we want to provide them a service that they want, not what we think that they want. So I hope that helps a lot with you trying to find your ideal niche and customer because um, it, it definitely can be a challenge to, to figure out who I'm supposed to be working with, what I'm supposed to tell them. But the thing is just let them build out your product or service for you. Find somebody you're excited about working with, ask them questions, build out exactly what they tell you to build out. If you like what you heard today, please take the time to give us a five-star review. That way we can reach more people like yourself who are interested in learning the steps to take to create a successful online business.